wingtip. Good afternoon. It is November 22nd, 2022. You're listening to a little column A, little column B, hosted by Will Limonos and co-hosted by Zach Bishop. How are you doing today, buddy? What is going on, Will? I have an athlete for you today. And no, does not play football, does not play basketball. A runner. This guy, Chinese grandfather, 50 years old, known as Uncle Chen. Did you just run a marathon? No. He's chain-smoking cigarettes the whole time. How fast do you think you ran this marathon? Uh, I have I couldn't tell you a good marathon time. I don't know what an amateur would do it in. I'm guessing four hours. Three hours, 28 minutes, 45 seconds. I also am not all the way sure, but I'm pretty sure that that's a good time for just a regular amateur. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Smoking uh, cigarettes the whole time. Do you, do you think that was not to an advantage? I... I don't think so. I do not see a lot of smoking in the Olympics these days. I, I know back in the, the 40s and 50s, they said NBA happened all the time, uh, football all the time. But, you know, it, today's Olympics, not, you know, it's not really seen, not even really talked about. Do you think this should be in its own category where we just we allow everybody to do this? It's, it's, who's got the strongest lungs here? You got to finish your cigarette every so often, you know, you <laughs> This can't be. This can't be healthy. This seems like some sort of I'm, college I'm beer try, Olympics situation. I'm, I'm bringing back big tobacco here, right? This is their new Olympics. It's the it's the big tobacco Olympics. This is the chain smoking. You could have a cannabis industry one. You could do all sorts of things here. I, we already have the beer mile. I mean, this is like the the next level of the ocho. Is is this? Oh, I don't think people want to watch this. Yeah, I don't think people want to do this either. They, I don't even know if people want to participate in this. Either way, it, it is very impressive. I I don't know. If, should we be more impressed that he's just that unhealthy and healthy at the same time? Does it cancel out? Is this a cheat meal? I think it's almost it's almost like a reverse cheat meal because what I was seeing is that he likes to smoke cigarettes. He wants to be healthy, so he just combined the two things. So he only smokes when he runs. <laughs> so 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 it didn't start out as a as a sprint. This was a no no no. We're gonna do marathons because this, this is the only time I get to smoke. I don't know exactly how it started, but I'm just saying, it, if you're if you're going to do something unhealthy, if you could mix in a healthy habit, uh, there's worse things you could be doing. Man, what an origin! I'm not sure you should be bragging about it, though. I think that's more of my point. Now, what I will—I don't think he was. It's this isn't this isn't something he was out bragging about. This is there was a marathon going on, and there's just pictures of this guy smoking a cigarette. I, I think it has way more to do with the participants and the spectators i don't think he's trying to get attention here i think he has this thing that he does it just you just you don't see this at a marathon so it's just purely going viral what what marathon was yeah. this? i i apparently i i was busy doing other things this whole weekend whether it was watching the world cup watching some football watching some basketball or just exploring past weekend doing a little friendsgiving stuff with some friends so i i'm i've been busy i i did not have time to smoke any cigarettes or run any marathons in fact my my physical conditioning this was a whole week off the whole thing's thrown off i I feel so out of funk i can't wait to work out later today and get back on schedule with that so what you say we can resume our normal schedule and talk a little bit of football past week not that pretty of a week of football i will say we're going to talk patriots this is the ugliest win i think we've ever had in my lifetime this is the closest i've ever felt to a loser after a victory and, and the worst part about it is I, I kind of came came away from it thinking that, man, the Jets might be a better football team than us. I, I'm not even entirely sure we are a better football team. Give me a little bit of confidence here. Why are we the better football team? 
Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but at the end of the game, the Patriots had more points than the Jets did, and that is the definition of the winning team, and that's what we are. And we've beat them twice now. Man. <laughs> the the offense is just as, as pathetic. I don't understand why we're making such a – we're giving Zach Wilson such a hard time as if, like, Mac was stellar on the other side and that we had figured out everything. Now, we did manage to get into the red zone. The Jets did not. I'm not even sure they managed to make it over half field. These are all accomplishments that are worthy to our defense, and they can feel like winners. Everybody else, specifically the offense, this is, it's just a hard game to watch. Right? I, I was at a, I was in enemy territory all weekend. Right? I was with a Jets fan. We're watching this game together. We both agreed we would put it on the little tiny iPad screen, and we would watch red zone on the big screen. And good thing we did because we would have never saw this game on red zone if we hadn't had it on the little screen because this was just an abysmal game. We watched every second. I can't believe it ends like this. There was a thrilling road game moment for me. It was like, holy crap, this is, this is it. That's it. That's it. All right. That's all it took. It was like holding your breath for an entire game and it was finally ready to exhale and actually cheer about something. That being said, uh, I think last week we did our quarterback in the AFC's ins and outs. And it's funny. I feel like I was early to the curve where I, was, I threw Zach Wilson out under the bus last week. And now this week he's getting killed by everybody else. Do you have any issue with the post-game situation of which he was asked, do you feel at fault for this? Or what, what was the question he was asked? It was like, uh, do you feel bad for the defense at all? What, do you think he handled that right? Like, is, I, I think the, the initial report came out that uh, he he wasn't taking the loss very hard. And then you know, I, I saw some funny responses on Twitter just saying, well, what, what is he supposed to do? And the very much was the response was Charlie Brown slash um, uh, George Michael from Arrested Development, where he gets broken up with and he just walks into the house with his backpack and just falls on the ground with his head down. <laughs> oh, just okay. And then he gets asked the you know, the question you mentioned. I, I think there's a better way of answering it, but I, I don't know if he says, "Yeah, yeah, it's totally you know my my fault." I like, does that really solve the problem? I, I think it just might be go more towards an, towards an attitude. Does he just have this, like it, it's other people's problems. It's, it's the, uh, I have no responsibility in this sort of attitude and, or is this an isolated incident? I don't think that, I think it's being overblown to be honest. I, I think it's far more, you know, we almost won this game. Like if we, if they don't run back this punt, we're going into overtime and for all he knows he might actually win. And yeah, he didn't play well. Yeah. He played terrible, but he could have easily won this game. I, I think that's that's more the reality of it, and I think it's it is it is fair to put a little bit of blame on them in that. But I, I also think it's fair to say that they almost won the game, <laughs> right? Like, did they not almost win this game? It's not like our offense took took away this game. It's a fluky special teams play. It could have happened for them. We're lucky it didn't. Like, do you do you feel like our special teams was that much better in them the whole game that you were expecting no, we a missed, touchdown? We we missed we missed two free th- or not two free throws. We missed two field goals. I wish they were just free throws. Jesus. Yeah, I, they're not gimmies anymore. I feel we also went for it on fourth down, be based entirely on that. I thought that changed our game plan. That wasn't a good decision. I'm not excited no, about this. Why no, why do you think that wasn't a good decision? We were at, I think, the 40, so I think normally would have been a field goal. We were not hitting our field goals. I don't think the weather was great. It was cold. I don't know what was going on. We, we got to be hitting those. But looking at the way our defense was playing, okay, we go from the 40 to the 20 
like our defense had him locked up. What, what did it matter? I, I, I was, I was very glad that we went for it. It's like, we might as well go for it. If we can keep the offense on the field, like we, we got to try to score here. The defense has been fine. We'll, we'll stop them from whether it's from the 20 or the 40. Like I'm a, no, no worries there. I guess, I guess I'm just more disappointed that, you know, all, all the years we never had any issues making these field goals. I don't remember any weather issues with the snow and Vinatieri. You know, I just, I'm more disappointed that we don't have a reliant kicker and we don't have an offense that can score either. Oh, come on. Come on. Give, give folk a break. He had what? It was like 40 consecutive field goals made in a row. Like he's hitting a little bit of a rough patch. Two in one day is, isn't great. And hopefully this isn't a, a habit, but it's not like we haven't had a reliable guy and we've been having these problems for weeks. And you, so you, this you, is tr- a, you trust him. You're all in on it. You're uh, okay with Folk. You're like I say, he had, he had like 40-something in a row. He had the, I think it was the Patriots record for most field goals made in a row. Maybe it was, I think it was categorized like under 50 yards or something. But it wasn't like only under 30. It wasn't a like, oh, okay. It, it was a lot. And 40, 40 in a row is a, is, is a large number. We're going to need to be very reliant on him. And we, we should have been more reliant on him in that game. I was a little disappointed that we almost lost because of it. We get bailed out entirely. We're going to have to be relying on him, though. The, the dependency on this is, is really high. The offense isn't getting touchdowns. I don't even know how many passes we had to the end zone, let alone attempts. It- yeah, I just got it up. Uh, earlier this year, September 25th, folks set the NFL record for most consecutive field goals under 50 yards, hitting his 57th consecutive in a row. And, yeah, we almost lost to the Jets because he couldn't make a, make a field goal. I'm not saying that he was great on Sunday. I'm saying that to throw it just like, oh, no, this guy can't do it. We got to get rid of him. He he misses field goals all the time. That's not that I got to stand up for him. That's not the case. All right, fine. That's that's fair. He's our best offensive weapon. That That's where we're at. And he, he missed two field goals on Sunday. So I guess you know, I guess if we can win with him missing two, we can we, we can beat anybody. We can do anything. Imagine if he makes all of them. We might actually get double digits in points. We did get double digits in points. We had we, 10. We That last touchdown doesn't count. Stop acting like that was like a week. We, we, How does it not count? It does count. It's just a fluke. It's lucky, all right? The shot went in. His eyes were closed, and you hit it off the backboard, all right? It was an awful angle. It shouldn't have went in. It was a, it was garbage is what it was, all right? We, there was no effort of the preparation put into this entire week that had any relation to the win of this. It was all in the moment of flash of the pan that was so lucky is what I'm saying. This wasn't a good win. This was a lucky win. And we can't just keep Every, getting lucky. Everybody on the field did their did their job. That they all practiced all week. All the special teams guys are doing it. They knew they needed a W, and they stepped up when they needed it for the for the team. Fine, they could take the week off. Then the offense can work double. I, it's it's a disaster. I, I well, no, they can't take the week off because we're going to need them again this week. Uh, I know, short week. It just really put me in an awful predicament because I, if we won, right, we should be happy. I should feel good about this. We won. We could easily lost the Jets, and I'd Were have all not? I'd have all the same opinions if we had lost to the Jets. I think that's my biggest problem right now is I don't feel like a winner. I feel like we still have a really bad team. We got the job done on Sunday. I should be happy about that. But going into this quick short week Thursday here against a team that I can't even analyze a scale of how threatening they should be to us, but the, we're on the road. We're not at home. And they're going to be better than the Jets, I think. So I'm, I'm, I'm worried. I'm concerned. I'm, I, this is, this is going to be a quick turnaround here, that we're not ready for. And I'm sl- sadly just slowly accepting that we're just not that good of a team. But I look at the standings, and it's like, oh my god, I see possibilities here. Any other year, we'd be like, yeah, we could do this, but we don't have Brady anymore, and that's, that's a huge loss. I, I wonder what it would look like with him right now, and I would probably still have all the same flaws and disappointments of this team pointed out, but. 
I would at least feel like it's always possible. And I don't know if I always feel like it's possible anymore. I'm losing a little bit of faith in the Patriots because of that. And it's just this awful expectation that I've just had in my lifetime of being spoiled. It's just it's not calculating up. I'm not excited for Thursday. We're going to do our picks later. How about we move on to the next game, which will be our opponent, the Vikings versus the Cowboys, in which the Cowboys put up huge points. Jerry Jones oh. saying stuff as if this was the greatest team he's or greatest game the Cowboys ever played in his lifetime. And it might have been. I, I wasn't that impressive. Look, everything worked, right? Everything clicked. It was fine. The Vikings had a huge victory previously. Justin Jefferson was incredible. But this is another team that only ended up with three points here. And entirely related to the defense, right? How many times is Cousin on his back? Do you know how many sacks they had this game? No. Man, I actually don't. How many? I meant to write it down. I know it was more than two because that was my stat last week that if this team gets more than two sacks, the Cowboys win. I'm going to find it. I'll find it. You you talk a little bit. What did you think of this game? High scoring? Pollard getting a bunch of touchdowns? Oh, Pollard was was all over the place. Uh, Zeke came back, and Zeke, they they got the same number of carries, but Pollard was way more involved in the the, the offense. I – I mean, we think we've kind of known all along that the the, the Vikings can have have their problems. They've been in some some lucky games. They came off a huge emotional win, and I think one of the things that I mentioned last week, Kirk Cousins. You know, there's a difference between playing in prime time and playing not in prime time. And so you're gonna say, well, Zach, they weren't playing in prime time. They were playing at four o'clock. Well, hold on, playing four o'clock against the Dallas Cowboys. That is basically prime time, and you got prime time Kirk Cousins. So that was your result. Three points. It, it it was it was bad. And the the Cowboys it almost felt like the Cowboys knew going into the game that this is exactly the result that they expected and that no one else knows this but us. And man, it, everything worked. I, I still think the Cowboys, when they get more than two sacks, are gonna be a hell of a team. They had seven sacks that game. So I I would reflect that too. Oh boy. A big victory there as well as a real a real nice running game. You gonna get a game like that from Pollard and Zeke still there doing stuff. Puts a hell of a lot less pressure on Dak, and then they don't really have to—they don't have to really do anything. That kind of expectation, that kind of running game. Uh, we'll we'll talk more about those games uh, Thursday, man. The quick turnaround for everybody now. Uh, Chiefs, Chargers, another close game here. Chiefs sneak it out, thirty to twenty-seven. That was a fun one. Bit of a comeback here. Bit of a fun one for for the Chiefs. It it felt like Chargers got a Charger. It's sad that that is really starting to stick as like a Cleveland attachment of. Like, no, nah, did you did you think that was a that was, that was a Chargers going to charger? I thought that was a Patrick Mahomes too much time. Sure, I look the 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 Chargers had a chance to win this game, and the Chiefs are just a better team. I, I think the better team won, and it would have done that. I don't, it may not be a direct fault of that, but they were winning. They did have a lead. They tried to do the impossible, which is try and stop Kansas City from scoring. Right, they were very close to doing it. So I, I agree that it maybe wasn't quite that, but the fact that they had a lead and they lost it again is a Chargers Charger moment. Is that not? I mean, <laughs> no, I, I I hear you, and I could see maybe the, the the final where Herbert throws the interception, but I think it was a minute forty and change. Mahomes gets the ball. That to me, it, it's not Chargers going to Charger. That's oof, Patrick Mahomes. That much time? Well, I don't know. Maybe maybe you should have uh, ran a couple more plays. You know, not tried to score so fast. Because oh he is just he's just unreal in those moments of all right we got to march down the field and score all right let's march down the field and score yeah all right other weird news of the day Melvin Gordon free agent uh, Denver not so successful this past week and losing once again 
and now they're just waving. They're just waving running backs. Javante's already out for the year. I have no idea who's even up next. What do they got? Latavius Murray over there. Latavius Murray. Any thought process behind this? I, I saw that the bottom line ESPN was like he had fumbled five times this year, and apparently that was more than enough to not only bench him but waive him entirely. I anticipate another team will pick him up. I anticipate it's actually going to be the Chiefs. I think that that Hilaire is uh, a little banged up right now, and as much as they like Pacheco, I think they'd rather have, well, maybe just have a little bit more depth there with that than and not be so reliant on a younger guy. If you could pick a team for, for Melvin Gordon, uh, do you have one circled, or do you think this is not really uh, moving the needle as much anyways? I think he's still got something left in the tank. His whole season has, has been weird. Uh, coming in, it was like, okay, it's going to be him versus the rookie, and so he's not going to be the main guy necessarily the whole year, but I drafted him in a, in a couple of leagues, so it's just like, all right, no, I, I'm not, not expecting too much. Then there was the game where he just didn't play at just they, they sort of benched him just, just kind of like ah no we just uh we just like didn't really need him or something it's weird uh he was understandably upset about that uh so i wonder if there's more going on behind the scenes if he's being a little difficult which is understandable if you're not playing and you think you should be but it, he he played pretty well he, he, like i'm looking of the flaws of this the numbers of the flaws like, of this uh, team he they weren't all pointed at him i mean you're going to list off some like, nice yeah, stuff it's, here. yeah it's not yeah it's not his fault uh he had eight carries for 31 yards. So that's just averaging under four. You know, that's not great, but then he's got uh, five catches for 39 yards. So, I mean, he's out there contributing and yeah, I mean, I guess if you want to run out there with uh, Latavius Murray and Chase Edmonds, cool. But yeah, I don't think he's the problem. Edmonds also banged up and I think we'll be out for some time as well. So they're, they're going to need even more depth from something. You know what the problem is? The same thing has been all year. It's the quarterback and it's the coach. You're going down at the end of the game. You're trying to hold on to a lead. And what do you do as the quarterback? On I think it was third down. Rather than just run the ball, take all 30 you know, plus seconds and you give them less time, you throw an incomplete pass so you give the Raiders more time. And then as the Raiders march down and they're trying to figure out what they're going to do, their coach on, on Denver – calls a timeout for them, basically, to stop the clock. What was going on here? You're, you're, shooting, you're shooting yourselves in the foot. You're doing no favors for yourself. That trade? Sure, yeah, get, 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 get rid of the running back. That trade, man, that Russell Wilson trade is going to haunt this team for like probably five more years. This whole contract is, is going to be – I have no idea what the future of this is. And maybe Russ is just able to turn it on, but – I'm going to need some more information on that, as well as I think that it's kind of out now. The rest of the league knows. And I think the rest of the league would love the opportunity to just sack this guy, hit this guy, and now that the vulnerability is there, I think that he's going to be targeted. This is going to be a rough rough season for them. I, I wonder if he hangs it up at some point this season where they're like, yeah, I know, shoulder's no good. We're, we're, just, we're just not going to do this. Or if they just do that basically because – they might want to see what else they got on this roster because I don't, I don't know I don't know how you can come to the terms of benching somebody with that kind of contract, but you also have a decent team out there. I, I heard it's something that they have like the best red zone defense in the league right now, where they they give up the least amount of touchdowns in the twenty yard line. But they have to. Yeah, I guess you're kind of forced to. It's 
they're in a dangerous spot right now. I, I wouldn't want to be there. It feels like they've very committed in, in a direction, and I don't know how they get they're out about of it. To, they're about to give a top five pick to Seattle. Who who's possibly who's going to make the playoffs and and do who knows what with Geno over there? I, the, the NFC, if you ask me, is pretty wide open. We were all kind of had the Vikings fever previously, previous week right now, and then they get smacked by the Cowboys. I, I think you know we all thought the Bills were really dominant, and now they're barely even. They're not even first in their division. This is it's it's been a wild year, and I think anything can happen for anyone. And getting a top five pick and still having a really solid. It, it over accomplishing year in Seattle and knowing that that is in your back pocket, man, bravo by them. What a great trade. What an awesome way to get rid of Russell Wilson for maximum value, maximum value. And then Denver, nobody forced them. Nobody put a gun to their head that said they had to sign him to this contract. He's going to play it out this year. Midway through, maybe we talk. End of the year, maybe we talk. He's so lucky that they were like, no, we want to please Russ. We need to have Russ happy. Let's do this. Let's give him a giant contract before we even see if it works. Because what could go wrong? Why would this not work, right? This is, this is Everybody had this feeling except for me. And that's really all I wanted to get at. Is I just, just want to <laughs> just one more long rant about Russell Wilson being – they lost to the Raiders this week, right? The Raiders – Derek Carr could cry after every conference, and I still believe he'll want to win. But – this Raiders team is never going to be good, right? Those tiers aren't going to suddenly make this team good. They have higher, maybe they have a slightly higher ceiling than Denver right now, but they shouldn't. This, this wasn't much. a good. This wasn't a good win for the Raiders either. Is what I'm saying, right? The Raiders aren't going home being like, "Yeah, we beat the Denver Broncos. We're you know really onto something this year." <laughs> nobody's nobody's fearful of these Denver Broncos. It was so close to being a tie. It probably should have been. It probably should have been. Had this team done anything right to actually win, it's it's frustrating, and we should talk about. Anybody else? You want to talk about some Jimmy G touchdowns? Ah, are we, we ready to bow down to Colt McCoy? Is is, is this his team? Or or did Jimmy kind of seal that case over there? I think we're all ready to have Kyler back next week. Either way, huge blowout, 38-10 San Francisco. Got some McCaffrey stuff going on in there. I don't know. I'm in, in on the Niners. This McCaffrey trade seems like it uh, made a maybe have flipped a switch here. What, what do you think? Uh, McCaffrey and Debo together is a bunch of fun. Uh, I was telling you last night, I'm glad that Jimmy is not good enough to make really big plays, but is good enough to look. No, I cannot make that play and just check right down to Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. All right. How about we just transition to some picks here? We got a quick turnaround week, bunch of games on Thursday. Happy Turkey Day for everyone, depending on when you listen to this. Uh, All right. First game here, Buffalo Bills. Whoa, hold on. You always want to jump right into it, but I want everyone to know I gained one spot this week so i thought like oh i'm really getting close but somehow i'm still four four behind so i don't know what's going on there my math is terrible your math is terrible i don't think you made up any ground because in my mind i lost by all right chicago i picked they lost 24 27 all right totally winnable game there they totally blew that that one that one i I feel all right the saints beat the rams it's another one man there's just so many picks i could go back for here this is just too many all right Update on it. I am up how many right now? Do you, do you have it? Four. Yeah, you're not going to do it. I don't think there's enough. There's not enough weeks left. Like I have to really. It's just one. It's just one per week. I just gotta just. I gotta keep keep it going. I got I got some some fancy ideas. You know, just just look out. Yeah, I'm gonna start making you pick first. Is what's gonna happen here? <laughs> you think I make my pick based off of your picks? No, I've you already do... made my picks. My picks are locked in. You're you you're the one that made picks midweek. I've never made a change midweek once i lock it in on monday afternoon sometimes tuesday afternoon they're they're locked in 
Yeah. Oh, how- also, we both got our lock of the week right last week. Uh, I have no idea how we managed that, but I thought that should also be mentioned. We're uh, both, you know, on a hot streak. I thought that was worth mentioning as well. All right, are you ready to jump in now? Yeah, ready. Uh, all right, Buffalo at Detroit. Buffalo staying at home in Detroit again. <laughs> I don't know how to phrase <laughs> that quite, but interesting week schedule for them where they get moved for the snowstorm, which might have been the best thing for it. I, I heard a lot of people trying to push to make that happen. And I just can't imagine the staffing having to travel for that and just being a hassle. I'm sure the fans would have showed up, but I, I can't imagine they would have been able to offer the same amenities that we've come to expect at every every venue. So I, I understand the movement. Now, they move it to Detroit because they play in Detroit on Thanksgiving, which is also a short turnaround. So I suppose all in all, this worked out as best you can. I'm sure they would have liked to have been at home, but what good would being at home with six feet of snow in your way as well? So maybe you were just better off getting out of there altogether. I'm still going to take Buffalo on the road here. Detroit does does get a little sneaky right now, right? They're not out of anything. They're four and six, a couple wins together, right? The the uh, the the potential defensive rookie of the year, uh, Hutchinson gets two interceptions last week, but the Bills are ready, right? They're they're totally locked in. They're not going to no more funny business here. So I'll, I'll take the Bills. Who you got? Give me the Bills. Lions on a little bit of a win streak, but that, that's got to end. And uh, the Detroit fans, they've been served up Lions losses on Thanksgiving for a long time now. They're getting another one uh, on Thursday. All right, Zach, next game, New York Giants at the Dallas Cowboys here. I'm I'm trying to use my pow- our powers for good here, all right? I'm going to lock in the Dallas Cowboys. Woo, yes, let's go. Are you, you're, you're taking the Giants? No, no, of course not. Oh, uh, yeah, all right. Well, we're, So I'm locking in the Cowboys, which either means I'm going to be right with the lock or the Cowboys are totally getting a kiss of death right now and just lose, which also would be all right because then this this very bad Giants team will suddenly become 8-3 and three and we'll all be super confused after Dallas beats the possibly good Vikings and then the Giants beat the possibly now good Dallas Cowboys and that we have to nominate the, the New York Giants and the Eagles as, like, the top-tier teams in the NFC. It's a disaster it's 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 everybody's worst nightmare, but I think the Cowboys are actually a really good team. I think they're going to get more than two sacks, which will lead to more victories and a victory on Thursday here. All right, next game, New England Patriots at the Minnesota Vikings. Controversial teams here. Neither of them uh, had a very good previous week. However, the Patriots did win and the Vikings did not. Is this going to be a double-digit scoring game here? I, I hope Belichick's got some tricks up his sleeve. I think defensively, if that's the team that shows up for the Vikings – we're going to be able to run the ball as well as if our defense shows up that showed up for the Jets, we're going to be able to slow these guys down too. We're going to have to get to the quarterback though. And can we let the world know that this is a prime time, 8.30 Thursday game, closing out the night? That that That's as much pressure as you can put on Kirk, right? So we got to go with the Patriots here. I'm taking the Pats. I assume you are as well. Get, give us some good confidence here. Why are we going to win this game? I'm, I'm going with the Pats. Belichick always has our guys ready on short weeks. This is uh, for sure a short week. I don't think it gets more prime time than Thursday night on Thanksgiving. This has got to be when the most people, besides maybe like the Super Bowl or the playoffs, are watching, especially casual fans that you know might never watch football. And they're just kind of popping their head in. It's the 10-year anniversary two-day of the butt fumble. I'm feeling really good. Uh, I'm really good is as far as I'm willing to go. I thought about making it my lock. I I couldn't make it up to lock, but I guess I'm going with the Patriots. Let's let's get it. Uh, let's get another victory. If we're able to get pressure, we can easily win this game easily. All right, Nick Falk nine, 
Vikings three. I don't know. It's something like that. All right, let's just low scoring. <laughs> maybe maybe we get a touchdown. Who knows? All right. Uh, awesome turkey day though. If you're if you got some time to you know catch a game, I think all of these games will be worth keeping an eye on. Even Detroit Buffalo to open up the. I don't know where you're going to get out of Detroit, and the Bills haven't exactly been the most consistent team of, of the past couple weeks. So, I, who knows? Turkey Day could be a real fun football day. Uh, next game: Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland's sneaky. Tampa five and five, not looking great. Got to turn it on at some point here. I'm wondering if we're going to disagree on this one. I'm going to take the running game of Chubb in Cleveland at home. Tampa season is going to be a struggle. This may be a win they need, and it may not be a win they need. That division is so bad that I, I can't tell you the project projections of how important this game should be for Tampa and how important it might not actually be. Uh, I'll, I'll settle for Cleveland. Who are you going with? I'm going with Brady and the Buccaneers. Uh, remind you again, it was a bye week last week, so coming off a bye, and he has not lost uh, since his divorce has gone final. <laughs> Awesome, awesome stat. I hope Tom's able to do it. It would be great to have some confidence in this team, but I don't have it right now. They're, if anything, they're, Cleveland's on, on must-win territory if they want to have any shot for, for Watson here. Uh, still a couple weeks out. Next game, Cincinnati Bengals at the Tennessee Titans. Is Chase coming back? I don't think there's any news about Chase. There was news that he was like what active enough to, to do some catching or something. I feel like he was mobile this past week. I don't know if he's actually going to play. I think that's a huge factor because this, this Bengals team is a completely different team with him out there and with him out, not out there. So if he's back, I'll give them a slightly bigger chance, but I'll, I'll take Tennessee at home. They're just steady. It seems like an easier pick. Joey Burrow could easily show up and, you know, get a whole bunch of buckets here, but I I'm going to stake the steady steady with Henry here. King Henry is going to run all over this team. Uh, who you got? I don't think that Jamar Chase is going to make it back, but I'm going with the Bengals. All right. Love it. Just, you know, it must be nice to pick second. No. <laughs> Houston, Texas. Tiger blood. Houston, Texas at the Miami Dolphins. I'll take the Dolphins by a lot. Houston is officially 1-8-1. and one. Like, if you lose to them, they're going to be upset if they win, I think, from here on. So they've taken the crown as the team that's not very good and, Miami coming off a bye, I imagine that they're going to be rested. You know, less con less uh, concussion protocol stuff going on for Tua. Just even more time to rest that head. I think they'll have a huge, huge day here. So I, I think Miami by a lot. I already used my lock, but this is a wide open one for you. Who you got? Yep. Yep. This is my my lock of the week. Give me the Miami Dolphins. Like you said, coming off a coming off a bye. Yeah, the the Houston. Houston team does not just does not look very good. So this seems like the the easiest one. Uh, I want everyone to be reminded: you gotta have a short term memory in this game. And in the last one games, I am undefeated in my lock of the weeks. So you know, go with that. I like they're using your powers for good as well because if they do lose, that only helps the Patriots. <laughs> uh, how does the how, what do you talk about? Well, our locks are. For whatever reason, we have a pattern of locking in somebody and then it going completely the opposite way. Oh, oh so I see. So if what this goes saying. the opposite oh, way, because you, you stamped the lock on there, and now Houston suddenly shows up and Mills just goes off, just goes uh, you know, yeah, gotcha, toe for toe with Miami, and then you know what? Maybe maybe Miami gets a little beat up and loses the game here. That's not exactly the worst thing that could happen. It certainly makes our division a hell of a lot more interesting. All right, next game: Chicago Bears at the New York Jets. Jets, uh, whew. 
you know, that was not a pretty game. I, I talked how poorly we played. Uh, I, it was a winnable game for them. I actually think they are going to win this game at home. I don't know what the field situation is for uh, for the Bears. If I had more confidence in fields being healthy, it seemed like he was playing a different style towards the end of last week's game, and I don't think that's a style they can win at. All right, He's got to be able to run. He's got to be able to scramble. He did seem to be doing a little less of that in the second half, and that worries me about the limited Bears offense. Because the Jets' offense isn't exactly scoring a whole lot of points here, but I think defensively they'll be able to hold them to like three points like they did to the Patriots. So I'll, I'll take the Jets. I don't feel great about it, but I, if Fields comes back and is like 100% healthy, I, I maybe I'll swap this midweek, but I'll, I'll take the Jets. Who you got? I am also going with the Jets. Despite how Fields has been playing, it this isn't fantasy. This is this real football, and he hasn't been winning football games, so – it's going to be the Jets. The, the whole Zach Wilson thing, uh, we'll see if he starts or not, but he's definitely going to have a uh, little more uh, incentive, I'm going to call it, to make sure that he he, he plays better. If, if I'm Zach Wilson, I'm so excited to be playing the Bears the next week. This, this is the only thing that can really save him right now is to kind of have a big game here against the Bears, which which is totally within reason. I, I don't think he even needs to be perfect. He just needs to be a little bit better. And just don't do that big screw-up, man. Don't Don't have that big interception. Uh, all right, next game, Atlanta Falcons at the Washington Commanders. I will take the Commanders. Atlanta is sneaky, but they're not better than Washington. Washington is a good football team. We've got a good running game here. we got Scary Terry. I went all in last week and started Heineke in fantasy. It was not a good decision, but I think it would be a good decision this upcoming week. I, I may do it again, playing with fire. Give me Brian Robinson. Give me Gibson. I'll, I'll take the Commanders. Who you got? Give me the Commanders. They're at home. Yeah, not a whole lot else there. You know, what are you supposed to say threatening about the Atlanta? Like, maybe Pitts will show up, you know, and that's something. <laughs> no, he's hurt. The whole year? He, the whole year? Yeah, he got put on the he got put on uh, on the IR. Yeah, I think he, I'm pretty sure he's done for the year. Ah, that's that's too bad. I, I, I hopefully, yeah. hopefully he'll actually, uh, you know, get the ball once he's healthy. Uh, shout out to Drake, though. I'll, I'll be right, I'm all right with that outcome right now because he, his targets have gone up a little bit here. Mariota's just... Man, I, I feel for you, Atlanta. I, it, it's got to be just – you're just biting your nails like this is terrible and this is somehow we're like in games and out of games. Incredibly frustrating. All right, so frustrating will be the next matchup here. Denver Broncos at the Carolina Panthers. I feel like I've bet on Carolina so much this year, very much like Bill Simmons, and just gotten burned every single time. But the outcome is, is I either do that or I pick Denver on the road which I can't even imagine what Denver winning on the road would even look like. I, I can much imagine, like, you know, maybe a big big day for Foreman. I don't know what to expect out of Baker, but I'll, I'll, I'll take the Panthers. I don't feel good about this. Did you go with Denver? Tell me we didn't disagree on this, but I don't want to I don't want to lose you to give up a game on this matchup. I, I went with Denver. Oh, man. Just, just as, like, they're both, they're both bad. I think Carolina might be more trying to tank where the Denver Broncos are not trying to tank. Cause like we just talked about, they're giving away their pick, but does this game have over one minute of time on red zone on Sunday? No, no I, right. No, no, this is the jets Patriots. This is the, this is the one you better pull it up on your own side screen. Cause this isn't going to get, or you're not going to notice it. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not, you're going to wonder if they were even on by, you're going to think what bye week was this? Yeah. Uh, all right. That's a funny. Cause I, this is such a coin flip to me at this point that I, I, I hate to be on the opposite end of the coin here. <laughs> you know, the other ones where I feel more confident about, it's like, yes, you know what? That's fine. Disagree with me. I feel good about my pick. This one, I feel so weak about my pick that I'm like almost weird. Just alter it. Uh, next, next game, Baltimore Ravens at the Jacksonville Jaguars. 
Jacksonville's three and seven. Baltimore's seven and three. Even on the road, I actually think that might even help. Maybe they get some good weather down in Florida over there. I'll take Baltimore on the road. Lawrence isn't going to be able to take care of the ball. This will be the first time ever. Now, Baltimore's not the most threatening team either, but I, I think there's a little bit more there than I, what I've seen from Jacksonville. Who you got? I'm going with the Ravens. I'm hoping this is a get-right game for the Ravens and really for Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson was putting up some crazy stats and was a lot of fun earlier in the year, and maybe it's a weather thing. Being warm again will, will help him, but I would very much like that. Last week, it was a, uh, it, it was a struggle. Uh, I, I need him to be playing better. Yeah, confidence level not very high with them. Next game, Los Angeles Chargers, Arizona at the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, I, even if Murray plays, which I, I think this team is actually better with Colts. Doesn't McCoy. matter. Won't matter. I'll take the Chargers. Give me the Chargers. That That's a sad team. I, I just also want to point out that's a sad, sad, sad team that I predicted would be a sad team this year. One more time. Uh, next game, Las Vegas Raiders at the Seattle Seahawks. I'll take the Seahawks confidently feel good about this i already used my lock but th- this would be another one i feel feel real good about the seattle seahawks coming off a bye a little extra rest they're gonna beat up the raiders the raiders are gonna try but they're, they're just it's, it doesn't click i don't know that something's off with the raiders i i couldn't tell you what it is i i watch them and i see good plays by Carr. i see some good plays by jacobs and they just can't string them together they they it's like they'll have one nice play and then seven bad plays and that's not how you get a first down uh, I'll, I'll stick with seattle who you got I am also going with Seattle. I'm not messing around with the Raiders anymore. Yeah, it's it's, it's hard. Uh, speaking of the team, I'm not messing around with Los Angeles Rams at the Kansas City Chiefs. I will take the Chiefs. I'm sorry the Rams season is over. I'm not sure what they should be doing. Is is Stafford hurt? Is that, is anybody healthy on this team? I can't believe Cam Akers made a return. I think Stafford's back in concussion protocol. Won't matter. Doesn't matter. I'll take the Chiefs by a lot. Don't even bother watching this game. This isn't going to be a game. Uh who you got? You taking Chiefs too? Yeah, give me the Chiefs. Uh, next game, New Orleans Saints at the San Francisco 49ers. I'll take the Niners. Saints are sneaky, but uh, they're not that good. I think San Francisco's really on to something here. That offense is kind of just coming together. Jimmy G seems to be really enjoying the new toys here. I, I think he's going to enjoy not having to really throw the ball downfield and just throw it to the sideline to one of these three guys, and something awesome will happen. Seems like a an offense he's capable of running and an offense he'll run very well against New Orleans. I'll take them at home. Who you got? Yep, give me the Niners, give me Christian McCaffrey, give me all those fun toys. Yeah, all right, next game, Green Bay Packers at the Philadelphia Eagles. Man, I wanted to pick Green Bay. I really do. I want this. I just want the Eagles to be vulnerable and and and, and not look good, but I think they're one of the few teams that actually has a really good quarterback that's going to play on this team for years to come from now. And uh, and it's it's this is the team I'm going to pick. I'm just going to go with them. I can't I can't trust Rodgers in that team. I, where, where is that Christian guy? All right, how many touchdowns is he going to have again? Is he ever going to have anything? Nothing. Uh, I'll take Philly. Who you got? Yeah, give me the Eagles. All right, next game: Pittsburgh Steelers at the Indianapolis Colts. I actually thought the best play of the week last week was the T.J. Watt interception, of which he's going up oh, just man. trying to bat down. Like I don't. Even, there is no way he could know he, this ball was even going to be thrown. He's just trying to get in the guy's way and maybe bat down a ball, and he ends up catching it. It's just two-hand grabbing it. If he's healthy, this team's competitive. He's single-handedly keeping them in, in games. The Pickett-Pickens combo w- was actually fairly good. I saw at least one awesome play by them last week. I want to ride the Saturday momentum. All right, all last week I was like, yay, I was rooting for Saturday. It was, it was weird. It was uncomfortable. I, I kind of still 
am rooting for some success towards him, but I think Pittsburgh is just a better team. I just think they're a better team. So I, I will take Pittsburgh. Who you got? I'm going with the Colts. This is a really ugly Monday night matchup. This 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 really seems like it's going to be a basketball night. I actually think it's going to be a good game. Think it's going to be fun? I, I think, well, look, I look at the other games here, all right? It's going to be more fun than a lot of these other games. At least with those, there's a lot more of them. Like like Packers-Eagles, that's not going to be a good game. Niners-Saints, that's not going to be a good game. Rams-Chiefs, that's not going to be a good game. Raiders-Seahawks, that's not going to be a good game. Chargers-Cardinals, that's not going to be a good game. You have, like, over 500 teams playing the clearly under 500 teams. Baltimore, 7-3. Jacksonville, 3-7. and seven. That's not going to be a good game. And then it's going to be better than Den- Denver-Carolina. <laughs> Perfect. I'm glad you we got that all uh, recorded because now I'm just waiting for all these games to just be absolutely awesome, and it's just like the craziest Sunday, and we can just, we can just play that, and that'll be fun. Yeah, all right. We, we can do that. Um, we are going to do – our quarterbacks ins and outs for the the NFL right now and let's just get those out of the way right now we did our AFC last week basically the way we're doing this is we're going to go through the division rankings of the quarterbacks and decide if these guys will be on this team next year and if they are a worthy starter for just the league in general uh so we'll just bang these out real quick here so as I don't think there's as many debates to really get into so NFC East first year Philadelphia Jalen Hurts I think that's a lock he will be in he's one of the few guys that I think you can confidently have throughout the league so I think we're we think he's safe right we're in agreement there oh he's he's legit I I think it took a little while for people to realize that he was legit I definitely wasn't on board right away but yeah he is legit all right Dallas is in second there Dak Prescott it seems like he'll be comfy there I I I actually think that this team might have performed a little bit better with the backup earlier in the year, but they they they, they just won forty to three this past week. So you know, as much as he struggled, I think he's going to be the guy there for the future. Uh, nothing really to decide there. The next one, the New York Giants, of which they have Daniel Jones. This is this is I I'm so happy we're not in this situation. I I feel bad for the Giants because they're going to end up being clearly over five hundred. They may make the playoffs, and who knows what happens in the playoffs. But there's no way you could tell me that you should be betting on Daniel Jones for the next five years. There's just no way. Whoa, we didn't say next five years. We said next year. That's all right. Well, they're gonna have he'll to be on the, he'll be on the Giants next year. Okay, that's fine. What's the contract gonna be? Is he a free agent? He he's up at the end of the year. They have to decide whether to Ooh, pay him. Okay, so or it not is a little him. more. So that's what I'm okay, saying. There so is a lot a more, more. So you got okay. you're, you're going to have to either really commit to him, or you're going to give him a lousy one year, which he's going to be like, "Hey, I just had my best year ever," and I'm not saying he's going to walk. He'll probably still take the money, but there's enough possible situations of people that may say, "Sure, we'll pay Daniel Jones," and I don't know what that looks like because they they're going to base it all off of this year, and I wouldn't do it. But somebody is going to pay this guy, and it might be the Giants. And they're going to hate it. They're gonna, that's going to be the worst decision they've made in a long, long time. And I'm going to love it. It's going to be great. This, as a Patriot fan, there's nothing more I could wish more than other people having bad quarterbacks. Um, so you think – all right, so I think he'll be – They're going to sign him. They're, they're going to finish over 500. They're going to make the playoffs, and they'll be able to talk themselves into it. I actually think it's going to come uh, entirely down to how he does in the playoffs. If he looks off on the playoffs and they get blown out, I don't think they bring him back. If he's at all – close to average in the playoffs and they just don't get completely crushed I think there's a chance they sign him for way too many years but I, you know I look at other teams you know, it could be worse than Denver right? I think I'd rather have him over Russell Wilson at this point so I'm not saying that's the standard for the contract but it, I'm just, don't do that uh, next team Washington Taylor Heineke 
I don't think he's the best quarterback in the league, but I think he's the best quarterback on the Washington roster. I'm willing to commit to him if the owner's willing to commit to him. So they said he's the guy next year. So uh, I'm all right with that. I think he'll be the starter, that, and I think he's worthy of being a starter. He's definitely on that bottom tier. But I like a gunslinger, right? He's at least taking some chances out there, and he is super competitive. I don't know if that's exactly what you want, but would you rather have a gunslinger like this or a game manager like Jimmy? Like that's Those are your options in the league. What do you they think? They did not agree – they did not confirm he was going to be the quarterback next year because they barely confirmed last week that he was going to be the quarterback this week. No, this is Carson Wentz. It, it's not going to be Heineke. Heineke is a backup. He's he's not a starter. All right, that's fair. I'm in on Heineke after he takes this team into the playoffs this year as the fourth-ranked NFC East team. <laughs> uh, all right, NFC West, San Francisco, Jimmy G. I think he is a starter. I'm not entirely sold that he'll be back at San Francisco next year. This team just wants to get rid of him every year. They have such a for whatever reason. They have such a mild feeling towards him that there's eventually this is just going to end up. He's going to go somewhere else, and they can't just keep feeling like shit about this guy and not do anything about it. It's like you're, you do control your own destiny to some degree. Now, with that being said, their destiny has been a lot of success with this guy. So the the denial I'm, I'm not really in for. So. Um, I'm, I'm, I think he's a starter. I don't think he'll be a starter for San Francisco next year, though. Agreed, and I don't know exactly why, because i got to imagine that uh, uh, who's, a, who, who's the young guy that got hurt earlier this year? I can't, I can't think Tra- of his field. Tra- no, Lance. Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Tra- Trey Lance. Yeah, Trey Lance, I don't think he's going to be quite ready, so I would think, hey, we got a guy that's doing pretty well. Let's keep him around, and then you know, we can do a peaceful transition of power. But, yeah, for whatever reason – such a weird situation over there. So I just am going to err on the he's not going to be there. Can we just point out that this team actually has a chance of winning a Super Bowl purely because this guy was on the roster? If he's not, this season's over without Trey Lance. There, I don't know what who's they up They don't next. make that McCaffrey trade. No, no, no. They, they, do you make the McCaffrey trade because you feel like you can win now and you feel like you have a guy that can just take care of the ball and hopefully everyone else, all these other weapons, will just be enough to score points? And I think that's all possible, but they're going to throw that all away next year and I don't know where Jimmy's going to go. I'm terrified that he, you know, gets a little call from New England or who knows where. I, I'm just, just, he could, he, I don't think he'll be there. All right, next one, uh, Seattle Se- Seahawks. Geno Smith is their starter. Uh, I, this is a keeper for me. I I know this is a, only a one year, but I've seen enough out of this year that I would totally roll the dice with this all over again. I don't know how many years you give him, though. This is very much like the Daniel Jones thing where is this just a fluke for one year and I'm supposed to commit to this and – how many other teams are going to be calling, knocking on the door as well? That's going to make it hard on Seattle. I, look, Seattle's in a good position at the end of the day here. I think they avoided Russell Wilson. They don't. They're getting a nice pick coming in. I'm not sure they should spend that on a quarterback, but I, I'm in on Jimmy G or Jimmy Smith, Geno Smith, wherever he ends up going here. So, I think he's a worthy starter. I think he will be in Seattle next year, but I won't be shocked if he ends up being somewhere else. I mean, what if they use that pick and they just take a quarterback? Like, is that crazy? I guess they could do that. I, I think they're still in rebuild mode. So even if they were to take a quarterback, they, you're still going to need someone to, to start the year. So I, I actually think this is actually like the reverse of a lot of the other situations. I think that he will be in Seattle next year, but he's not really necessarily a starting quarterback uh, in in the league. Oh, man. No, I think he's proven anything. I, I think he's proven the, the, the Jimmy G like reliability. Like you, I think at some point you're going to want a guy like that versus a guy like Kirk Cousins who's just slinging around or – or Jared Goff, or guys that take chances. I know you want a guy that can make a play for you, but to some of these guys, it's not to your benefit. You'd rather you're better off them not gambling. Uh, Arizona, Kyler Murray, that's a huge contract. Uh, Colt McCoy seems to be the 
the, the locker room favorite, but I, I, I anticipate. I don't know what to anticipate out of here. I, I think he is a worthy starter. Colt McCoy is an old man. He might, he might not be able to walk next year. It's uh, Kyler Murray's team. What are you talking about? He, he won the locker room over in one week. All right, in one week he did this. All right, one week he did it. What are you talking about? He won the locker room over. They lost. They're totally on his side though. They're not on Kyler Murray. Nobody wants to play with this guy, and they just signed him a giant contract. I. I don't wish that upon anybody, but I do think he's worthy of a starter. I don't know what happened. They only year. want to play with Colt McCoy because he's like their dad. I, I don't know what to do with that. All right, moving on. I think we both agree he's a worthy starter in the NFL, and then he'll you think he'll start for them. I don't know if he'll start for them. All right, Rams, Matt Stafford, I say that with a question mark. Last year again, great. Like, Is, is this what all of these guys that I just said – are having a great single year are going to look like crap. They're going to look like this next year. Are they going to look like Matt Stafford with the Super Bowl hangover? Like, is Geno Smith going to be bad next year? <laughs> like he, this? He, won a su- he won a Super Bowl. He'll, he'll be on a team. He'll be starting next year. You think he'll be with the Rams? I think he'll be with the Rams. I, think he'll be with I, the I don't Rams feel too. real confident about it, but I, I think so. I think it's going to come out that whatever shoulder stuff he had at the very beginning of the year ended up being a bigger deal, and hopefully he comes back with the – just a little bit more arm strength. All right, NFC North, Minnesota, Kirk Cousins. I think he'll be there. I think he's a starter. I wouldn't brag about him, but I think we're in agreement with that one. Uh, Detroit, Jared Goff. That's a bit of a suspect one. I, He's right on the edge, man. He's there. I, I, I think if you're trying to compete, if you've got everything ready for a Super Bowl, he might be just good enough to get you there. But if you're a rebuild mode, I would not want him. Detroit is clearly still in a rebuild. I... I do think he's a starter. I don't think he'll be with Detroit next year. I think he'll be with Detroit. I think you, I think they're still in rebuild mode, and you, you run them back out there as you're getting your act together. Uh, Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers. I think he is a starter in the league. I don't think he'll be with Green Bay next year, but I don't know how we don't get that again. Like This is not an easy trade. I look at everybody. like This Russell Wilson trade is going to haunt everybody from ever wanting to do one of these trades. Because what if that happens? What if you give Rodgers everything you wanted, just like Green Bay did, and, and you end up with Denver had this year? That 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 seems hard for me. I think he's going to try and get his way out. I don't know where he ends up or what that looks like, but I, it's going to be kind of like the Durant trade where I don't I don't see it out there. Uh, what, what I think, think he's staying around. All right, he's, I think he's staying around. Yep, not not going anywhere. Uh, Chicago, Justin Fields. I think that's safe to say that he's staying around and that he yep. you've seen enough to just to kind of see how that experiment plays out. All right, Tampa Bay, this is an interesting one. Tom Brady. Whew. Is he a worthy starter? I think he'll be yeah, back. Yeah, he still got it. He, I, I think he still he'll be got back. the arm strength. I think he'll be back next year. Do you think he'll be back with Tampa, though? I think he'll be back with Tampa. I don't know why Tampa would want to get rid of him. There's been a little bit of a struggle this year, but they're not too far removed from a, from a Super Bowl. I think you can kind of – let that go, and now now he's single. He needs to impress girls again, so he's got to figure something out. And so he's got to start. He, he, like I said, since the divorce went final, he's been uh, undefeated. I think he's going to continue doing that, and I think in a in a month, it's going to look silly that you even thought that Tom Brady might not be playing football next year. Yeah, I just wonder if Tom's just going to go out and pick another team. I don't think so. All right. Well, I think there's. I, I don't think so either. I think if, I don't think he wants to do that again. Uh, all right, Atlanta, Marcus Mariota, man, that one's – they're so committed to him, too. They're very committed to him. They, there's no talk at all. They refuse to even accept the idea that he cannot start a game this year. He's going to start every game this year. Going into next year, I have no idea what that means. I don't think he's a worthy starter. I've seen enough. It's it's not great. 
it's it's very limited. It's competitive, but it's it's not good. I don't see the talent there. I think the age isn't helping either. I I don't think he's a starter in the league. He may end up being the starter for Atlanta again next year, though, uh, if that means anything. But but this could be one of the worst quarterback situations in the league, if you ask me. Uh, what do you think? Nope. Not not in Atlanta, not uh, not a starter next year. Uh, all right. New Orleans, Andy Dalton, Jameis Winston? Question mark? Uh, I'm actually going to say neither of these guys are actually starters at, anymore. I I saw the Jameis project, and sure, there's, there's certainly some injuries there, but th- this should have went better, and we've seen this type of stuff out of Winston before, and I've seen a lot more of this stuff than I have seen the touchdown dancing stuff so I, I don't know what they're going to do that's a weird situation over there the Drew Brees hangover will not go away I I look at the struggles the Patriots have and it's like well would you rather have Andy Dalton and Jameis Winston like I'm asking like, would you <laughs> no no right like so I I this is no. this, this is messy here they need to find somebody else they, they're they need to either accept the rebuild mode and and do something I, I don't know what they should do they should do something though I, I wouldn't run run it back with those guys uh, all right, next one, Carolina, Baker Mayfield, P.J. Washington. Baker's done. This is it. I. It's amazing he's even playing. I think P.J. is not a starter either, or at least he's got to improve a hell of a lot. I, allegedly, he has a – I haven't seen the sample of him. The sample size of him is much smaller than Baker. Baker, I've seen the entire sample size. There's nothing to convince me that this guy's a starter in the league. Uh, so, I don't know. I don't think he'll start for them. I don't know who Carolina starter will be. I don't think it'll be either of these guys. I think that uh, it's it, uh, how, how do you run either of these guys back out there? Yeah, it, I think I think it might I think it might be best that Sam for Sam Darnold that he got hurt and doesn't play this year, and then next year they go into training camp and go, well, we haven't tried this guy out. Let's see what this guy's got. Yeah. All right. Well, those are our picks for the quarterbacks this year. We'll see. We got it all on record now, so we'll we'll see if we're able to regret all of this or <laughs> this ends up becoming something uh there's another sport going on right now it's kind of a big deal there's this thing called the world cup it only happens uh, every so many years and it's officially started so we're gonna go to our favorite <laughs> soccer expert here or f- not football football expert and get a little update on what happened we had a usa game go on we've had some interesting stuff go on Qatar. i you know i didn't ever know this but apparently when you host Apparently, when you host a, a World Cup, uh, apparently when you host a World Cup, that you you try to set up the first game as like an easy easy game. So you know Qatar. I don't know if they did their best for the schedule or what kind of control out of that, but this was the first hosting team to lose their opening match. I, I wasn't aware of those sort of statistics, uh, but we're going to welcome Nate Bishop to the podcast right now. Nate, how are you doing? doing pretty good how about yourself we're doing great we're gonna force zach to talk a little bit of soccer right now i i did i did set a shot clock here so you don't have all day all right i gotta promise him the amount of time i give you i gotta give him some college basketball time so if you could talk quickly that'd be great uh let's just do a quick update on team usa we we get an early goal yesterday and what happened late here did we we fall asleep or is this just how soccer is that there's stuff that just can happen anybody can win anytime uh Anyone can win at any time, but I did. The U.S. has fell victim to kind of forgetting that they need to close out the game as strong as they open the game, and I think that kind of comes down to our head coach, who 
I believe got outmaneuvered and out tacticized, strategized near the end of the game, which kind of put us on the back foot. And unfortunately, they got the PK. And even though it was a good attempt by Matt Turner to save it, it's almost impossible to save those. If, if you know what you're doing, it, it should be impossible. Like, is that fair to say? Like, if, offensively, if you know where you're aiming, you should kind of be able to pull that off every time. Like, I don't think there's a goalie that's that good that's better than the guys that are really good at penalty kicks. So, super hard task. Uh, that being said, I, I watched a lot of the – I actually watched a lot of the, the games yesterday and a little bit more today. And, I, and when I watch a lot of the basketball games today, I see a lot of teams kind of playing the similar style. You're either really trying to mimic the Golden State style of basketball or you're going more of an isolation style. And I can kind of tell the difference of that. When I'm watching the soccer games, though, it feels like a lot of these teams are more or less playing the same style. Like, am I, am I missing something? Are there certain countries that are maybe a little bit more offensively aggressive or have – just some sort of different approach that's something that you could point out? Uh, yeah, like, I mean, it wasn't really shown early this morning with uh, Argentina, but Argentina is known as, like, an attacking team. When you have Messi, one of the greatest players of all time, you want to give him the ball in space and kind of let him create. Same with Ronaldo. Those guys, you just kind of give them the ball and you kind of get out of the way and you hope that if they can't score that they're going to be able to find it. But a team like Spain, their quick passes, like we're going to move up the field by quick passes, quick give and goes. Whereas like a team like Germany, they're just a machine. They're kind of like, I always joked with buddies in college that Germany is like the San Antonio Spurs. They're not going to do many mistakes and they're just going to find ways to win. Obviously now the Spurs aren't at that level, but for 20 something years, they might not have the MVP, but they're going to find ways to win games. So it's funny you, you bring up Argentina because I, I wanted to bring this up. I saw – I'm sure there's different rankings of, of the countries. And I'm, I mean, I, for the most part, I, I think I saw Argentina and most of the rankings where it's a top five team, possibly maybe even top three on most lists. And I saw Saudi Arabia was on most lists a, a bottom five team. And, and so far we had the result today of a 2-1 is this is this a big deal or is this kind of just a sneaky sneaky team in Saudi Arabia here? But I are you hitting the panic button of your Argentina? I have no idea what what sort of the landscape is for this World Cup start. I wouldn't hit the panic button, but it is one of the biggest shockers probably in World Cup like history. Like that's probably a little dramatic, but I would say that it's up there. It would be like a sixteen beating a one and the NCAA are 15 over two where it's like, it does happen, but you're pretty much like confident with those picks when you comes down to it, when you're filling out your brackets every year. Hey, did you fill out a bracket by any chance? Uh, I think I managed to fill out one for you guys. Oh, did you, Zach, did you fill out a bracket? No, no. All right. Zach did have the game on in the background. I know he's got some comments here. I assume you've only watched a little bit of the USA game and, what do you got for us? What, what's 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 wrong I watched, with? I watched as I watched as much of the the United States game as I could. I, I had the, the the volume on and I, I was watching it. I mean, it was on at two o'clock on a, on a Monday, so I'm lucky. I, I work from home, so I'm able to watch it more than than other people. I had no interest in watching any of the any of the other games, but I was making an effort. I, I love America very much. I get the podcast from there, so I want to you know want to join in. And it was cool seeing the, uh, the the goal. So my questions for for Nate were: Are there normally that many yellow cards? 
Uh, there was quite a few, but I would say that that's normal, not normal that it all kind of happened in the first like 20 minutes of the game. Okay. Normally, normally it's kind of spread out throughout the entire game. And now off of that, do you think that maybe the United States is just too tough uh, compared to some of the other countries? And that's <laughs> why we got so many yellow cards and like the refs just weren't like prepared. Cause you know, we, you know, in America, you know, those soccer players, they probably had to play against, uh, you know, football players and hockey players. So they're just like used to it being a little rougher out there. Uh, I'm kind of the exact opposite because I think that the U S were Wales was told, hey, if, if you kind of push the U.S. around, they're going to complain to the refs, and then they're going to get in their heads. And to me, that's kind of what happened in that game. When you're Christian Pulisic, who's an awesome player, he uh, is looking for calls kind of more than he wants to try to just get up and go. And I think Wales knew that, and I think other teams are catching on to that's kind of way the way he plays. Is if you rough him up a little bit, he's going to get off his game and he's going kind of, to fold. Yeah. And now, the the, the second half, uh, I had, had it on mute. Was was a little busier. Wasn't able to really be uh, as locked in as I was in the in in the first half. So I guess it's not a loss. It still feels like a loss. It was it was a tie, but you know, basically a loss. Uh, you know, I still feel like it's a little, little bit my fault. Uh, saw a little bit of the replay of the the foul that led to the to the PK. That was that was clearly a foul, right? There was like no like shenanigans or anything there. No, yeah, you can't go through the back of somebody. Yeah, if you got the ball first. It's kind of like, yeah, you technically got the ball first. But and do you think he do you think he needed to foul to prevent? No, basically an easy goal because kind of what I was seeing was I was like. I, I'm pretty sure that's a foul. You know, I'm not all the way plugged in on, on the rules, but it's like, it seemed like he went right through the back of him, but it, I didn't think that he needed to do it as one of those, like you need to do whatever you can to prevent this. Like we'll deal with the PK. Maybe he'll miss because this is like 99% going to be a goal. I, I mean, the guy's a professional soccer player, so he's higher than I'll ever be, but it was the Bale's back was to goal. I think you could have just played defense straight up and not gone down, but I'm also under the belief that if he thought that he had to, you can't second guess yourself in that position. Cause as soon as you start sliding and start going and then try to hold up, that's just where mistakes happen. So if you're going to do it, do it. it. To me, it wasn't the right move, but I'd like the fact that he actually was committed to and just did it, but not that he actually did, it, if that makes any sense at all. Mm -hmm. And final, final question for me with the, the outcome yesterday is, is it over for the U S or, you know, <laughs> should, should we just pack it in? Uh, I personally don't think so. Uh, England looked really good against Iran. And that was kind of the whole thing with the group is it will come down to U S versus Wales for the number two spot. But eight years ago, I think it was eight years ago, might even been further. Uh, the U S beat England in the in the group stage in the World Cup two to one. And I think England may have a losing record to the US in soccer, or it's a lot closer than you would think in like big moments. So I'm not ready to write them off yet. I think it might come down to who which team can beat Iran the most because the, the score is gonna count, right? The the goals Yeah, so it's three points for a win, one point for a draw zero for a loss 
And then if the points are tied, it's goal difference. So if we can hopefully beat England and beat Iran and not have to worry about it. But hopefully it comes but it might come so, down to So that's that's where the one one tie to, to Wales is obviously a not as many points because of the loss, but it's also only a one goal versus England beat Iran six to two. So if it comes down to that, you know, they got a they got a four four goal separation here. That that's that's that may be enough right there. I, I these these scores don't always get get up that way. So a tiebreaker is something I think we should be trying to avoid. Obviously, just in general, but that's not in our favor already with that kind of score. Maybe we could do something similar to Iran, and that would be fantastic. Well, you, you know what will. Uh... It was a long time ago, but uh, there was a you know a situation where a lot of people didn't think America could beat Great Britain, and uh, you know we came out, we won. You know that was, that was 1776, long time ago, but you know people you know don't don't forget. All right, Nate. Well, I appreciate you <laughs> tuning in with us. I'm sure we'll get an update going forward. We'll try to have you on uh, again next week for a short and little segment. I, What's the most exciting thing you've seen so far? So it's been tough for me to watch any of the games because. I was at work for the entire second half of the U.S. game, uh, kind of the same boat being in central time. But I did get to see the entire first half of the U.S. The U.S. game, I was watching it at a place called Texas Live, which is right in between AT&T Stadium and the baseball stadium there. And when the U.S. scored, there was probably about a room of 200, 300 people, and they had music and lights as if you're at the stadium so that was kind of just a cool atmosphere to see a goal and i just wish that we ended up winning but <laughs> nate's like does anybody work anywhere <laughs> <laughs> uh all right well thanks nate thanks for tuning in i'm sure we'll touch base again uh we'll... oh will you ready you ready for this uh do you mind if i handle this transition uh, you know what yeah man you want to do this without me all right cool yeah, no, I don't do it without you. I just, I don't, I never get to do the transitions, and I got a really good one. So, yeah, Nate, glad uh, you're able to, you know, jump on for the for the soccer talk. I tried to be very respectful. Uh, I had a lot of other things that I was uh, saying in 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 my apartment while the soccer game was going on, but you know, just trying to keep it keep it civil. But my 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 last question for you before you leave is, uh, it's a two parter. The first part is, uh, will Louisville win a college basketball game this year? And two. Uh, do you think that it's all former Kentucky assistant Kenny Payne's fault? Um, you know, what? I'm going to stand not... up for the guest here. These people come on to volunteer to, to help add aid to the podcast, right? We can't just kill them right now at the end of it, right? We don't know anything about soccer. This is a huge event. You know how many people in the world care about the World Cup? Way more than anyone who cares about Louisville. All right, that that's that's my answer I, for that one. Very small percentage of our listeners, I imagine. <laughs> that also may be accurate, but still, I, I'm still not going to deny you the fact that a whole bunch of countries, countries care about the World Cup versus what a town cares about Louisville. All right, let's let's calm down over that. I'll give you a chance to answer, I, Nate. You could get might out be of smaller here. than a town now. They lost by thirty today. Oh man. Well, you know what, Nate? It's okay. I found out Syracuse was a football school this year, and I don't know if that's going to change anytime soon. We still play zone. We have a coach that's a million years old, and. You know, we got issues going on, all right? It's, it's fine. I'll, I'll hang out there with you. Uh, let's just stick with soccer. We'll focus on Team USA because that would be far more rewarding if they were able to just do anything, let alone uh, you know, win a game. <laughs> all right. Before I leave, uh, Louisville, not going to lie, haven't really watched any games. The World Cup to me is more important than 
these Maui tournament that at the end of the day, all we have to do is win eight games in the ACC tournament and we're in the NCAA tournament. So we'll just focus on those eight games. But I do want to talk to you, Will. I've already made my picks for the NFL Pick'em. I haven't listened to your podcast yet this week. <laughs> and already uh, them, so uh, there we go. That, that, that was the right answer. That That's, that's, yeah, a, that's the attack you should be making right now. That's what we want. Yeah. That, that, that's a good <laughs> That's a good guest right there. That, that's what we appreciate. All right, we appreciate it, Nate. We'll, we'll talk again soon. Uh, have a good turkey day. But Friday, U.S. versus England, big game, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, whatever time zone you're in, potentially. I'll have it but on. That's, that's a big game. Everyone should go watch it. You have nothing else to do. You don't have work. <laughs> All right, well, but we're, we're going to talk to you guys later. All right, thanks, Nate. All right, we're going to talk a little bit. What do you want? Do you want to talk college right now? I know you want to get into something. I, I got to reward you something for getting through all that. And I just hung up on Zach. So yeah, I'm doing great here. This is, this is exactly how I like to have guests. <laughs> I, I hope, I hope Zach doesn't think I just hung up on him and I'm just doing a podcast with Nate. Now this is his worst nightmare. I didn't replace you with Nate. I promise. All right. I was an accidental <laughs> hang up. It's like, I, I, do, I do one transition. It's over. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I haven't exactly figured out how to, I can merge the call. No problem. I, was, that, I thought that went really smoothly, but every time I hang up on just one, it hangs up on everything. I, it, either way. All right. So I, I put you through a little bit of football minutes here. All right. That was a little longer than I thought it would take, but it's a big deal. It's a big deal. All right. But I'll let you make a big deal about whatever topic you want right now. I think you wanted to talk college basketball. Is there anything else you just, want to get on beyond just ragging on Louisville, who's not even a competitive team? I mean, wait until oh, this there. team beats Duke. Wait until this team beats Duke, and you're like, wow, our worst loss of the year is to this awful team. They, they, they're they struggling. Uh, they started the year. Uh, they lost three games in a row by one point, and then I was reminded they lost the last game of last year by one point, and I was there. It was against Miami at the buzzer. So, yeah, real, real rough stuff over there. But just want to let everybody know, if you're uh, looking for something to do, you're hanging out at uh, your parents' house, or you got some downtime during Thanksgiving, there are a ton of games going on, a ton of tournaments. Uh, the Maui tournament's going on right now. The Battle for Atlantis starts tomorrow. Uh, you know, it's a little late now, but uh, Syracuse is playing in the, the Empire Classic tonight. Uh, it just, <laughs> you might get confused because there is uh, two tournaments going on in Portland at the same time. They're both for Phil Knight. Uh, they're, and they're both called Phil Knight. I'm trying to look it up right now. There is the Phil Knight Invitational, and there is the Phil Knight Legacy. Now, like I said, these are two tournaments, both happening in Portland, but they are separate. So UNC is in one of them. Duke is in the other one. There is no way that they will play. So just want to make sure if you're going along, you hear Phil Knight, Phil Knight, and it's like, oh, cool. Like This, this, this is how this could lead up. That will not happen just as a, uh, as a heads up, but there are a lot of basketball any time of the day. Uh, big games have been tipping off at 10, 30, 11. Uh, there was a game that tipped off early this morning at one o'clock in the morning. I, uh, unfortunately I missed that one, but yeah, a lot of college basketball. Definitely uh, check it out. It'll help you uh, when March comes. Is, is that it? How, how's, how's Duke doing? I, can we get an update? Uh, they're doing, they're doing all right. Uh, still a young team. We just got back, uh, the number two pick in the country on Friday. Uh, so we won on Friday, won on yesterday uh, against uh, Bellarmine. They just play a very unique style of basketball worth, worth checking out. If you're a very old school, they do not do a lot of dribbling, a lot of passing uh, got tripped up by uh, defending champion Kansas in the champions classic. 
but this uh, this um, upcoming week that tournament I was just referring to, if uh, all goes well, we will be playing against Gonzaga in the championship on Sunday. So I think uh, this this whole week they, they they call it Feast Week on ESPN. I really like that. You know the Thanksgiving and the just you're gorging out on basketball. So if we get an opportunity, and boy did Gonzaga just smack around Kentucky. So I, I said at the time, I, I'd like a shot at him and I, I might be eating my words on Sunday, but I, I, I hope that we can, we can get a shot at him and we, we can beat him. All right. I got to, I got to start watching a little bit more. I'm almost upset that they've blessed us with all of these awesome sports events all Thursday. And I just know I'm going to miss him. I'm going to have a half an eye on all of it. I'm going to be, you know, socializing, cooking, helping out, cleaning, doing whatever, whatever. And there's only also one TV and yeah, I, I got I got a bit of a diverse crowd coming over here. I got it for sure. Some international people. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to manage to get actual American football on the screen. I think it's gonna be a soccer day. And honestly, I think the next best bet. I think we'll have more basketball fans than we will football fans. So I maybe a soccer and basketball day. I maybe I could sneak in a college game here or there. But uh, either way, I gotta get I gotta get caught up, man. March is coming up soon, and a bet's a bet. I gotta I gotta pay my dues, and we gotta get organized for another bet consequence for the upcoming year. Uh, but we'll work on that. We got some time. Maybe, maybe, got some time. The, maybe the consequence will be you have to do the whole podcast with Nate. Uh, or <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's talk quick little NBA. I know we're playing a little overtime here. Uh, holiday ball. We got a lot of sports going on. The Celtics are first in the East. Let's just take a little moment to enjoy that. Right now, we look very good. I like mm-hmm. the way we're playing. However, we have this kryptonite team of the Chicago Bulls, which I, I don't know how we just get dominated by the boards by Vucevic, who. Out of all the advantages that Vucevic had, I wouldn't have said, like, you know, aggressive rebounder, but <laughs> Andre Drum- Drummond, the same thing. I-, I understand how we're just getting bully balled by these guys. A little ice cold there. Um, we- we're good, though, right? We're fine. There's nothing to worry about here. I think we're just undersized. We know our size is coming, and I'm, I'm not hitting the panic button at all that. And even with all of that, we're in first, right? Let- let's just let's-, let's enjoy this. We're, we're on top. We're in first, uh, and the other good news is I heard Time Lord was starting to play some three-on-three. So I think he's still got a ways to go, but good to hear that he's uh, getting out on the court. Uh, I know, like, if you have an injury, if you can't play at all, it's got to be so frustrating. So if at least you're getting out there, you're doing a little something, you, you got to be, you know, feel, feel a little juiced. Like, oh, okay, like, I'm, I'm getting closer. I'm making progress. So and, hopefully he's in, he's in good spirits. In other NBA news, I'd say the Sacramento Kings are a hot team right now. Six-game win streak, eight of the last ten victories here. They got... De'Aaron Fox. One right. game out of first place. Yeah, yeah, it's it's tight. It's it's not a not a bad spot to be. It's you know it's the chase isn't enough of a chase now. We, we don't have enough games. Everybody's like one game back, right? The, the Timberwolves are two are two games back, and they're at ten. The, the, the Warriors yeah. are three and a half back. They're at eleven. You know, I'm, not, I'm saying all that. Uh, what I will point out, DeAndre Fox, the fourth De'Aaron, mo- De'Aaron Fox, De'Aaron Fox, the fourth most efficient unassisted score so we're scoring off the dribble a whole bunch and we're at a 59 percent off that that's awesome in terms of an isolation you can't ask for anything better the only guys better than that steph curry donovan mitchell tyrese halliburton and by halliburton it's basically a tie here actually all of these guys are pretty much a tie 62.4 for curry 60 60.9 for donovan mitchell 60.6 for Ty- tyrese halliburton De'Aaron fox at 59 uh, Bohan Bogdanovich in Detroit actually at 57.4 for the fifth spot here. But still, scoring off the ball unassisted, it's not exactly how you want to run your offense. But if you are going to have somebody to do it, it's great that he makes it every time. Isn't that awesome? So uh, shout out to them. I think that's a huge connection there. Uh, are you buying into the Kings, though? Is this is this the real deal? I mean, six games is, is impressive, but it's 
only only November and have we learned anything from the Kings? Uh are you are you a fan of the of the beam? I I, I was gonna have questions about that. What does that even mean? What do you mean by the beam? So I, I don't think this necessarily started exactly when this win streak began, but it, it may have. So now when the Kings win a game, they send above their arena a purple beam into the sky to let everyone know the Kings won. And at their last game, as they were about, you know, they're, they're going to win, you know, it's, you know, they're, they're running out the clock. The crowd audibly starts chanting, like, light the beam, like, <laughs> you know, there's something about the beam, like, like get, get the beam going. So it seems like they're into it. Uh, so I think it's like kind of silly, but if it's your team and it's like, Hey, this is our thing. It's super unique. I don't think any other teams do this. So I, I like that aspect of it. You're not just trying to copy you know, for a while. I think Miami started with that, uh, like the, the turnover chain. And then, you know, half the teams had some sort of turnover chain. It's like, all right, yeah, you, you stole that from somebody, but this, uh, it, it's unique. Yeah. You should check it out. It's cool. That's a kind of a college atmosphere feel. It's, it's good energy, man. Sacramento is more than deserving of it. They, they've had some, some rough years right now. Uh, I got a little condolences to hand out right now. I'm going to hit the panic button big time for one team. I'm hitting the panic button for Memphis. This is a tough West. You're not going to be able to survive many games without John Morant and without Bain. I, I know they did some games last year without these guys, but it's really hard to do. Uh, it's 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 think it's too stiff competition right now. I'm curious to see how they survive these injuries. They also feel like they are not on the shorter term side, but uh, I'm hitting a panic button for Memphis though. I'm hitting it right now. Because even if they come back from these injuries, these feel like lingering injuries where they're not going to be able to get all the way through the playoffs, and it's it's tough, man. I don't want to waste a good year out of that, but you guys got to get healthy. You guys got to get on the court. So I'm hitting the panic button for Memphis. Hopefully that uh, that changes. Uh, anybody you want to hit the panic button on? Otherwise, we're gonna just get on, get out of here with the outro music. Uh, just gonna go actually the uh, the opposite way. Uh, you mentioned the the Kings, the team with the second best win streak right now are the Pacers, and just funny that. They traded Sabonis for Halliburton, and, and they're both like doing really well right now. Where the expectations coming in were probably not that high. I, yeah, I, it's it's a fair trade. I think both teams are better off. I, the the Cleveland uh, Utah deal seems like a, a winner as well. Uh, not so much for for Minnesota, but <laughs> yeah, you know, Utah's still first in the West. I don't know how long we're gonna keep saying that. They're twelve and seven. Uh, this is gonna tip down at some point, but we're not there yet. The, how I don't know how long it's gonna go. Uh, in, in other news, can we get through this EA Sports delayed video game thing real quick here? Is that is that a topic we can fit? Yeah. Yeah, just un unfortunate. There was hope that it was going to come out next year. This is the EA Sports NCAA football, which uh, I think the last one was in ugh, like 2013, 2014. But then uh, pretty much because there was no name, image, and likeness, the players said, hey, you're using our likeness and we're not getting paid. So they shut it down. We're hoping, like I said, hoping to have it back next summer. Looks like they're delaying it till 2024. I've seen a lot of comments saying, hey, like this is basically Madden where you just you change the jerseys, make this happen. I think it's got to be doing more with contracts. But whatever you got to do, make this happen. A lot of people want it. It's going to make a lot of people a lot of money. Just just make it happen. I never enjoyed playing the game ever, but I apparently a lot of other people did, and it's still a very popular sport. I'm, I'm certainly on the outside of that. Uh, Las Vegas getting a Final Four bid. That's that's news. That that wasn't always a spot. What are they, they selected with these areas? Uh, they just came out today with the additional four. So it's 20, 27, 28, 29, and twenty thirty. Uh, Las Vegas has never hosted a Final Four before. Ah, huh, interesting. Yep. 
Yeah, no, that's a good little tidbit. All right, uh, appreciate everybody for listening. Thank you again for Nate. Thank you, Zach, for tolerating a little bit of soccer talk. And hopefully the Patriots will win and the Celtics will continue to be on first. Uh, I want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. And anything you want to add to the people out there, Zach? Happy Thanksgiving. Go Seas. Yeah, man. Uh, go USA, man. How, how about America? Can we, can we get a little bit of that? Yeah. Yeah, go USA. 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 All right, we'll be back. Thank you as always. column A, little column B.